We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Carlo Navas. And with me today is producer and co-founder Brian Goins. Woo! Yes, we did! We have our trash tweeter, Jack Alfonso. Get me better. We have our saucy nuggets insider, Mr. Lefty Life. They said he was washed. That's what they said. They told us he was washed. But he ain't washed. We have our... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have our professional photoshopper and anime lover, Press Jazz. What is happening right now? And finally, we have our statistician of Photoshop, Christian Hernandez. I just saw Riley bust out of a casket with my own eyes. You missed one guy. <laughs> well, wow. no, you missed someone else. Forgotten once oh again. God. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot Alex was here live from the dead. Alex, by the way. People. Hold on, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we. We uh, yeah, I forgot that Alex was also on this call. Um, Alex is actually live from the AAA. He's calling in from his cell phone. We had Alex do <laughs> on the ground reporting. <laughs> it was pretty live quiet. from Biscayne Boulevard, baby. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. Riley's yeah. not one. Yeah. So check this out. Part of the pitch today was uh, showing Jimmy what the 2020 plan looks like. Yeah. Is Love this a it. nugget, Leif? Is this a nugget or is this it's a, Tim Reynolds, it's a Tim Reynolds nugget? But it's, it's a, a nugget. That's saucy, but still. Yeah, this, this was a tweet. So, part of tonight's Heat meeting with Jimmy Butler per source was a full detailing of the plan for the summer of 2020. 
Not that Jimmy wasn't sold before 6.01 p.m., but he was even more so as the night went along. Today is, um, today, this time of year, by the way, the 6 p.m. deadline, the 6 p.m., like, free agency period was the best idea that the NBA has ever had because the last six hours and change have been drugs. It's been unadulterated heroin. It's been injecting my veins with information. I have not, I have not, my phone has not like gone into sleep mode, right? Like the screen has been on since like 5 p.m. Um, this so Jimmy Butler's on the Heat. Finally, the deal gets done. Josh Richardson gets sent out to Philadelphia. At the moment, it is 9:40 p.m. on Sunday. We don't know who the hell else is going out at this point. Uh, we are emergency potting. We are we are reporting at the same time. We're trying to collect information so uh, things may come in. Uh, instant reaction is I guess I want to start with the Josh element before we get to, to, to Jimmy to the Jimmy stuff. Like it's really sad for me to see Josh go because I freaking love that guy. I mean like that guy is one of the most Leif, Leif and I were talking like right before the show started. One of the most down to earth, cool guys and Philly got a hell of a player, man. Hell of a player. Chris, are you eating porridge? You know what's gonna be great? Sorry, I'm I'm finishing my food. I was hoping somebody else was gonna carry it for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I think you know what's gonna be great. Super excited! I want the tempo has got to be up on this one. Although, also, I mean, if what uh, I think, I think Ramona Shelburne just reported on the jump that um, we're trading Goron to the Mavericks. Yeah, so it means we also got to talk about Goron as well. Well, Goron's yeah, Goron's going out, and and as if you listen to our last podcast with uh, with Albert Namadi, you know that Miami was gonna need to make. Uh, some extra, so do an extra move to wiggle some salary room to give Jimmy the max because they were not going to be able to sign and trade given the max to let another move. So this was expected. We didn't know if it was going to be Goron. So Goron's going to go to the Mavs. Let's talk about that. Josh is going to go to the Sixers. We don't know anything else. Uh, Miami's also apparently in play for Bradley Beal right now. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts right now. Uh, but Jimmy, so the Heat get Jimmy. Well, we were talking about Josh. We were talking about Josh. I can give you some details about Josh if you want. Give me some details about Josh. So, obviously, I, and I think that's something probably we should do at the end of the podcast, and I'll, I'll play it. So, I think we should play our media day interview with him because he was so excellent in it. Um, honestly, he was one of the best guys because he didn't have to make time for us. Remember when we were trying to talk to him, he initially set up the time to talk with just Ethan and uh, Witty. Um you were able to convince him to stay for we thought it was talking about a couple super smash minutes. yeah we talked to him about super smash for for what was supposed to be a few minutes and ended up being like a 10 minute conversation with him really about nothing about basketball it just was just you know two dudes talking about nothing <laughs> but it was hilarious because like he really thought everything you were talking about was was cool to him um everything from from smash to his taste in music i know alex asked him a lot about Give questions my about dating his life music. Uh, yeah, you made fun about your dating life. That's all right. And then obviously you made fun of your anime love too. So I just, honestly, we I've met Josh a few times in the locker room too. And I thought him as a person, like he, he's probably one of the most down there players you can meet. He really doesn't shoot you down for any questions he has, no matter how stupid they are. And honestly, he's probably one of the best guys on the team. I'm, I really wish we didn't have to trade him because I really wanted to talk to him at media day again this year because we were building a relationship with him. Um, it's gonna suck for the rest of the kids too because I know they really looked up to him. He definitely was a incremental part of just their relationship, their bonding experience, and you know that that was supposed to be the sell this year, right? That it was supposed to be just the kids, and we weren't really expecting Jimmy to happen, at least not to this extent. I, th- I thought maybe we would have a chance, 
But I don't think all of us were guaranteeing that we were actually going to pull this move off. Now that we did, it's there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't think anybody really, I mean, it really, with all of these things, it ramps up really quick. I don't think anybody would have put money on Jimmy Butler being in Miami until maybe today or yesterday. And I can be proven wrong about that. I'm just getting really anxious now because I'm imagining, and I know with a certainty that every time Miami plays Philly, Josh Richardson is hitting a minimum six threes. Minimum. It's going to be awesome, though. It's going to be awesome, but it's going to hurt. Yeah, there's nothing better than getting burned in a game by someone you care about because it's like you're kind of happy either way. Yeah. At least if you're a human. Well, not only you know what else is great about this. What? Sorry to interrupt. But you know what else is great about this? He has a he has an option that's coming up in 2022. Reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Light years. Light years. <laughs> you know what else too? What? You know who else's money is coming off soon? Goran Dragic. Uh, Lawrence got sent to the Mavericks. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, yeah. But he can come That's back next year. Back when his oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Tim Reynolds was talking about the plan for 2020. Dragic is a free agent in 2020. <laughs> we shall see. Um, so uh, Brass, I know you talked to Jay Rich, too, a few times in, in, in New York. What were your thoughts about him just talking to him recently? I know you, you saw him the last game of the season. Brooklyn. Same thing as you guys. He's super relatable. Um, you know, he's always there to talk. Um, I, I really I loved him. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we, we listen, man, we always found Danny Ainge for like hoarding his assets. And this was, he is, he, out of all the kids there, and I love all of them, he's the one that is the most expendable in this situation. I think, especially when getting someone like Jimmy Butler. And this is exactly what needed to happen, I think, at this point for the franchise. The fr Listen, this franchise needed an Orca. Yes, I'm sorry to interrupt the Josh Richardson Memorial podcast, but this is a great <laughs> night, man. What the hell are y'all doing? Like, we just got Jimmy Buckets in town. We have an alpha. We have a guy who can like, impact justice if justice sticks around, impact Bam if Bam sticks around. Like, we, um, we're, we're creating – like, Goran Dragic is now being sent to Dallas. So, guess who the starting point guard is? Is there any doubt who the starting point guard is right now? That stuff Riley said. If, if he's the, still here. If he's still here. If he's still here. But if he's not here, then Bradley Beal's hitting threes Same all Johnson. night. So, and then Tyler Hero can become the point guard. Like, he can do the Damon Jones thing where you just kind of bring uh, it up every once in a while, shoot some three. Oh I am hyped. God. Yeah, Tyler Hero, too. We got Tyler Hero also shooting threes for us. So, I want to I wanna welcome in our statistician on pun master, Nikaias Duncan. He joins the call. What's up, Nikaias? Hello, sir. Um, yeah, we're, we're talking a little Josh, a little, a little Jimmy. Um, possibly Bradley Beal. Possibly Bradley Beal. So we have a lot of things going on. I, I guess I want to ask you first, how do you like the fit with Jimmy? Ooh, it's going to depend on what the rest of the roster looks like. But, I mean, Jimmy is a top, what, 15, 16 player in the league right now? Like, I, Miami definitely needed one of those. The one player archetype they were missing was a green creator, and Jimmy gives you that. So I am pretty excited about that already. Um, need someone that could hit tough shots without that being the entire um, substance of their shot profile, like someone that's currently on the roster right now. Um, guys, <laughs> tease your story. Tease your story, because I know you got some stories dropping soon. Tease your story. Oh, buddy. Okay, so um, 
when we all thought that my that Jimmy was coming to Miami in like October, I um, went ahead and wrote an offensive and a defensive breakdown for Jimmy. So um, I will be updating that, getting some new clips, and both of those will be up. If not tonight, they'll definitely be up tomorrow. So those will be those will be ready. So I guess the big question right now is where the hell do they go? So they have their they have their elite wing scorer uh, and yes. and defender by the way, which is not a small thing. Um, Josh is going out. We don't we know Goran's not going to be here, so they lost their their what was presumed to be their starting point guard or a really good scorer, right? So now we don't know if Kelly's involved in the deal. That that's the one that's kind of made the most sense to us. Uh, so it would have I'm been checking Kelly on that and, as uh, we speak. Just so if, so that's the case, if Kelly goes out, is that does the math work in that case? Yeah, the math works. Now that Goron's out, the math works. Now, and I'm not sure if the is Leaf. Do you know if the Mavs deal is a three team deal or if that Goron deal is a separate deal? It, it's tough to say because they have the largest trade exception in the NBA right now, like 21 million dollars. So technically, they wouldn't need to dip into space to acquire Goran Dragic. They could just use that trade exception, and that would allow them to have flexibility throughout free agency and try to figure out what else they want to do with their roster if they wanted to spend that kind of money. So I don't know if it's two deals because that could. Be be a separate transaction or how it plays out yet i'm still trying to confirm that i'm literally texting as we are podcasting so you're telling me that the mavs are all white <laughs> they, yes. they gonna be all white <laughs> so would um would that trade exception could that be used to possibly be sent for beal instead of jimmy and they're still trying to find a third team to dump another salary in the jimmy deal Mm, I don't know that a Dallas trade exception can be rerouted in order okay. to facilitate Beal getting to Miami. I don't think it works like that. Can we at least all agree that Pat Riley's not done? This isn't his only move this offseason? Oh, no. He, he can't be. I'm sure he's going to try to do more things. I don't know what I don't know what realistically. They don't have cap space, so they're not going to really be able to sign a guy. So it, it kind of depends on what they can kind of finesse in a trade. Well, plus they're hard cap, too. We have to remember that. So they're they're hard capped. Yes. At, yeah, for as sure. Of, as of the sign trade, yes. Per per. CBA, even with the Goron, even as with Goron going out, they're hard capped yeah, at, at six million over the uh, luxury tax. Um, April. I think that's one hundred and thirty-eight million. Yeah, because it just cap. went up. It went up like an extra, I think, million. Um, based on today's uh, official number, I'll, I'll give you the actual number in a second. Okay, so they're even more limited in what they can do in terms of of acquiring guys. Yeah, with the hard cap. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So like that's it. Um I guess the preference, right? So if 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 the deal is indeed Josh and Kelly, I'm probably a pick, right? We imagine that that there's a pick involved. There has been no report of a pick. There've been no reports of a pick. Okay, so we we got that going on. And then with the Beal thing I found really interesting was if Miami can acquire Beal, and I imagine that any Beal deal is going to be bam centered. Um would you rather keep well, I guess I guess now that question's out the door because I was wondering if they would want to keep Hassan or Goran, but now the, the, the Goran's gone. So, oh, I have another bid here. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt and go in another direction, but um, it was just clarified that Jimmy Butler um, being acquired by the Heat in the sign and trade to match Josh Richardson at ten point one million and Goran Dragic at nineteen point two. Um, the only thing that they need to do from there is stretch Ryan Anderson, and that will get them below the hard cap. So Olenek technically does not need to be included for financial purposes. Wow. Whether he is included is another story, but 
from a pure financial math perspective, Albert Nama just clarified that on the timeline. So they don't have to give up. Wow. Okay. Who's in a Beal deal? That's huge. And now, I mean, I know we were kind of concerned about Miami's power forward rotation if they were going to send Kelly out. Um, the it's kind of weird because also the market's really dry right now in terms of free agent movement. I think that Jimmy was one of the last big guys left. I think the only one, the only all stars left are D'Angelo and Kawhi, waiting to to do moves. We just got a top 20 guy with no cap space to commit to us on the first day of free agency. On the, <laughs> the hour. Can I just Alex, say, are you uh, laughing? Oh my God. Can I just I can say, that, um, this like news that you always hear when somebody gets traded, like a big player that like, they don't find out until after everybody else. How do you let that happen as an NBA organization that you're not like, calling the guys involved in the deal before everything. And I know that's not like a heat specific thing, but it just seems like such a disrespectful thing to a guy like Goran Dragic, who's been there for, you know, like probably one of the like less fun times in your organization's history and has been like one of the brightest stars on your team. It's Did just- they just convey the last Dragic pitch or no, they have one more Dragic pitch that they have to convey for the trade. That one Philadelphia more. One more, so, so but it's owned by the Clippers. The Clippers, because Philly gave it to them. so so the the picks outlasted Goran. Well, Philly the pick conveyed. Yeah. So Great Phoenix team. Phoenix gave it to Philly, and Philly ended up giving it to the to the Clippers. Yes. And guys, I know this isn't directly heat related. However, can we just take a moment and revel in the fact that the New York Knicks were so convinced they were going to get Zion? Bro, what a day this was! Kyrie Irving, and they ended up. With Randall, Taj Gibson. <laughs> they got Taj. I missed one. Welcome not to two. another decade of irrelevance. This is not three. It wasn't three <laughs> ever. Dude, the Celtics. Look at the Celtics. They swapped out essentially the same point guard, except two years older, and they lost their starting center and their backup point guard. Like. Three Not a great day for them either. Wait, how good are the Heat right now, as currently constructed, if they keep Kelly? They're a second round team. Like they're like may they're maybe gonna get to the ETF, but they're never gonna be like the favorites. Are they better than Boston? They're in it. No. Uh, I don't think they're oh, yeah. definitely I think they're on the level of Boston. We have I think that'd be a fun series. It, it all depends on the Justice Bam leap, you know what I mean? Like how yeah. do, how do they progress and especially like how does that impact around Jimmy? What is Hero and like what does he look like um on this team and what can he contribute? Dion has looked really good this offseason. I think that like that's an underrated aspect. People don't want to acknowledge that Dion could be a valuable piece, but maybe he could. Um so there I don't know, there's a lot that goes into it and but truthfully we all knew that this Jimmy thing was a precursor precursor to being one move away i don't know what that's gonna be we're we're a move away after this huge move <laughs> how do we feel about philly's roster now their starting five is projected to be ben simmons josh richardson uh tobias harris now al horford and joel Embiid. Depending, depending on what happens with the raptors they could be the best team of these Oh, I think I think that's a safe bet. Like, regardless of what happens in the Raptors with the Raptors, you could. No, I mean if, if Kawhi that. stays. I, no, I mean, that. yeah, but I think like honestly, you could take either one, and I wouldn't be that mad if you like thought that the young players on the the Sixers would develop enough to put them above the Raptors. But that's no, they're going to be really good, and I think 
the thing that's really cool about the Josh trade and the Goron trade, and Ethan Skolnick said this, uh, shout out to Five Reasons, um, they're both in perfect fits. So, like, I don't really feel that badly about sending them over to Philly, where Josh is definitely going to thrive and is going to create space for Ben Simmons, who has never shot a jumper in his life, um, and Goran Dragic, who is now playing with, like, his teammate in Slovenia. So that's pretty cool. That's right, Luca, the Luca Goran reunion. Yeah, they took care of him for sure. And I'm I'm sure that that's something that he that he wanted or preferred instead of going to like a really bad team. That that, that map seems going to be really good next year. Oh Back to the fun. They're going to be fun. What, what happened, Christian? What are you laughing at? You guys know Spike Eskin. He's like I think he's part of one of the biggest like Sixer podcasts. He has like yeah, yeah. fifty thousand followers. He goes, Jimmy Butler is a phony and a ball hog. It would have blown up this team. It would have been bad for Simmons. Not worth the money. I never wanted him, and I'm glad he's gone. He doesn't care about winning. He cares about himself. Good riddance. He goes on. He shot. He shot five for fourteen in Game Seven against the Raptors. One for six from three and had one assist. Somehow we turned him into Michael Jordan. Farewell, you big phony. Wow. Uh, Jimmy Butler had the lowest usage rate. <laughs> Jimmy Butler had the lowest usage rate out of Embiid, Simmons, and Tobias. By the way, that's big via J, J. Tyler Conway. So that's, yeah, guess what? Jimmy chooses what? culture over process. Ha <laughs> ha. Bradley Beal recently tweeted saying, "Moves being made, bags being thrown." What does that mean? Money that being mean? thrown. Players are being signed and guys are being yeah. traded. I, I feel like that's. I feel like that's self-explanatory, but what? But coming from from, blah, 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 blah. there's a lot going on. We're 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 talking <laughs> over ourselves. I'm very excited. The Heat did a transaction. Um, I I've been pretty pretty public about not necessarily wanting Jimmy unless it was going to come with another star and if they had something lined up. Um, so if they just have him, just Jimmy, I do obviously it's 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 an improvement. Now, if it's just a Josh for Jimmy swap, that changes everything. Right, if they don't have to convey picks and other things, that changes the game, right? And if it's just Goran leaving, like okay, you you take that ten out of ten times. Um, but I still don't think that, and I, I really agree with Jack that I think that he addressed the need of, of theirs, but I don't think that they're gonna have enough to seriously contend at all. Yeah, but what like Leif said, it's definitely. I, I don't think they make this move if they don't at least have a lead on another move. And it sounds like they're at least semi-confident that they can have productive conversations with the Wizards about Beal. I don't know if it's likely that they get them. And in the case that they do get Beal, that roster is going to look really weird. But I definitely think well, is right about it being the precursor to another move. I don't even know what a Beal trade would look like. Would it look like it, I, it would be Bam... I, yeah, they would shoot for one of the young two that are left, and I would imagine Riley is going to throw every single pick that he can possibly throw legally into that trade because at this point, you know he's not looking into the future. He's the one, he wants to win right now. With pick swaps. With pick swaps, whatever they want. Like, and, and any expiring, we can send them, and maybe we'll take some long-term money back from them. What if they said we had to take John Wall with Bradley Beal? <laughs> I don't I mean, think Miami would have enough salary to make that happen. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. <laughs> Dude, if, oh, if, you could, if you could do that without losing Bam, that would be super interesting. No, I feel like Bam has to go, right? Bam and at least – I mean, Brian and I proposed a trade a while ago, and it was Bam and two picks for Bradley Beal. 
Yeah, but taking on John Wall, he's the most negative asset in the entire league in terms of value. Like, literally, right. people talk about them having to give away two or three first-round picks to get off of Wall's salary. I don't know. I'm in hope traffic mode, baby, so y'all know how this is. I mean, goes. If, if it helps you keep, you know, from having to use an extra pick or two or, yeah, or, you know, not having to send both of the young guys, I mean, that's something you definitely got to consider, buying low on somebody as athletic and, you know, big and long in his position as John Wall. Like, that's what you look for. Yeah. Salary cap hell, though. Yeah, right now we're in a position to actually trot Justice Winslow out there and actually flourish at point guard, though. So That's very true, though. It's very true and I mean, very intriguing. Great. I think the John Wall thing. Goran is gone. I love Goran. Goran's another. That, that guy was was. I, I, I'm I'm so grateful for his time here. Goran was an awesome dude. He was a great player. He gave his all, and uh, and and I'm glad that he's kind of moving on here to a team that he obviously wanted to go to. But right now, with all this shit that Riley was saying in his press conference, was saying that Goran was going to be the guy, you know, the point guard going forward, and now that that can't happen. And if Justice is going to be there, this is huge. We have Jimmy Butler and Justice at point. Guys, this is fucking great. This um, is Nikias' day. Kind of... Woo! Hey, man. It's a fun day. I just need Miami to get some spacers now. That's really – that's kind it's of good. The Bradley Tyler Harrow pick makes a lot more sense now, right? So if Miami had an indication that this was going to happen – the Harrow pick makes sense, right? So they they get a, a, a I think the cast. What did you describe him as a a, a cheap team controlled shooter? Yeah, uh, on, on a rookie contract, and Clay instead Thompson of taking a discount, a, what happened? He's Clay Thompson on a discount. He's Clay Thompson on a discount, and um, they have that guy cheap. And instead of maybe taking a flyer and a guy like Sekou, they probably wanted to speed up the process and take a guy who's more like contender or playoff contender ready now. Uh, in, in heroes, a hero. I gotta get used to saying hero. Uh, so that that kind of it's kind of interesting how that works. How that was their guy, and from all indications, uh, Tyler Hero was the guy that they wanted at thirteen, regardless. Uh, and Brian Windhorst even said on Jack Lowe's podcast that that pick was not up for trade. Miami was not looking to move that pick. That that he the Brian Windhorst inquired around the league, and that pick was not for sale. So he was a guy that Miami really wanted, and you have to start thinking like, how much did they know this? Like, how much, how much, how much did they know in advance? They they knew a lot. They knew since Wade's last game, and Jimmy was the only player that was not tied to the Heat organization yet that was at that dinner that night with Riley and CB and all those guys. They knew from then that uh, that Jimmy wanted to be there, and it was just a matter of finding something that Philly would agree to, and. Uh, they got it done. Leif, what was the thing that Tim Rones had mentioned about um, just the way the reception that Wade had during that last home game? Yeah, I mean, he talked about how just seeing the way that they were sending him off and the big, um, you know, like I feel like some of that may be a little bit um, – uh, is a little dramatic in terms of him making a decision based on the way that we gave Dwayne Wade a farewell tour at age 36, 37, like um, – but I think that it, it definitely, I guess, shows that uh, he can be endured in a city like uh, like Miami and that kind of thing. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. 
You know, that reminds me of um that 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 specific story reminded me of Cristiano Ronaldo when he said that he it was Cristiano very famously went from Real Madrid to Juventus, and in his press conference he said one of the reasons why he he chose Juventus was when he scored this incredible bicycle kick against him in the Champions League, that the fans cheered him even though he scored against them. And he said that that, that was something that he just found so amazing and that he appreciated. Again, probably a lot of that's constructive mythology, but it's not the first time that someone said some nonsense like that. So I don't know how true that is or if that even plays a factor, but it's, again, it's like, it's not I the first time. what you're talking about right now. Yeah. So, what, so, what, what, so in lieu of that, I'm going to read an Albert tweet. Heat by taking in Jimmy Butler at 32.7 million in exchange for Jay Rich and Gorin, um, and assuming they wave and stretch Ryan Anderson there at 133.6 with 12 players. That's 5.3 million below the hard cap. So in his opinion, they may not be done dealing. Dun dun dun. I'm looking at Washington's roster to see if there's any bad deals that maybe Miami could take. Not really. I mean, Thomas Bryant next year has an eight. Mahimi. Mahimi's expiring, though. Like, they'd probably want that cap space. Mahimi's done after this season, right? So the only thing, the only people in 2021 that they're going to have are Wall, Beal, Thomas Bryant for $8 million, uh, Troy Brown Jr. at three. Thomas uh, Bryant re signed. Yeah. Okay, then. So never mind. Um, Aren't Wagner they paying and, Dwight Howard? No. He's, those are expiring. Like and I'm t- like at the end of the season, all those guys are gone, so they're probably going to want that cap space. Uh, I don't think they're going to want to get rid of those guys for for James Johnson or whatever. So that kind of makes it tricky. I'm trying to like look how they could make a a Washington so, trade work. What if it takes Justice Bam and picks to get Beal? Well, Let's talk picks? through that. What does that look like, Nikaias? What what do we do, Nikaias? Help Nikai, us. Nikaias <laughs> have to step out. Um, can I report what? what Woj just said with uh, Rachel Nichols? Woj just yes. talked about it. He seemed like very certain that Miami did not have the assets to get this done. He like kind of laughed it off. He said, the Beal thing Washington done? is planning on extending Beal. That's always been their plan. And then he was kind of like pretty lighthearted about Miami, like definitely not having the assets to get it done. But you know what? what I think he? he's just a little salty because he doesn't have any sources. I mean, he, he broke this Jimmy Butler thing, though. So yeah, he, I oh, yeah, was reporting it from uh, yeah. Washington side, though. So, I mean, I don't know if he knew. He, like, the way he was talking, it sounded like, you know, uh, more certain about what Washington's pr- position is on Beal than, uh, like, what Miami would be planning to offer. Well, they don't really – they don't have a general manager yet either. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, anybody that they bring in, like, that that's also the GM's decision, unless ownership has said that we're keeping Beal regardless, which, you know, whatever. But um, I wonder I'm, – I'm trying to think, like, what other potential moves are there that they can make around the league. Um, they haven't really been linked to, to anybody else. Other, I mean, the Beal thing came out today, and they're going to have Jimmy. They, um, they were listed as a team interested in Quinn Cook. Um, oh, my trade. God. I roll. So are the Knicks, though. Like I like Quinn. All right, so I have a question. Yes. Do we think this, this makes them more or less likely to go after guys that Leif put out, I think, today? Like LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love, DeRozan, Hayward, no, abs- for example. Absolutely more likely. 100%. Kevin Love could probably be happy. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, they weren't doing that without Jimmy, but having, having Jimmy, that's going to help a lot. What is they Kevin, probably, getting Kevin could, Love involved? Huh? What does getting Kevin Love involved for you? Like, what do you think? I mean, it, you could 
the money almost works with him and Hassan. <laughs> but you'd be taking on obviously a lot more long term money. Mm-hmm. Though he's a he's a great fit next to Bam in my opinion. Yeah, to me that's worth it. Like I think the question is whether the Cavs would do that. It would put you it would put you as a twenty well, here, here, here's the the downside to the making that deal. It puts you out of the 2021 um, running, unless yeah. they, unless they move another contract to open up a max space. And and honestly, like especially with what happened today, like I don't know if Milwaukee, you know, stayed as good as they were. And Giannis, he hasn't he hasn't signed an extension past 2021 yet, right? No, 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 he has not. I mean, He's the su- he's the super whale that everyone's watching to see. Like, yeah, I I think it might be unwise to maybe take on like a long term deal like like that. I think maybe keeping Hassan's not the worst thing in the world for them, especially because they are not a good rebounding team. They have not even with Bam, uh, they haven't proved to be a good rebounding team. So it may the this, the 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 cap space that they're going to open up with Hassan and Ryan Anderson coming off the books is going to be not insignificant uh, mm-hmm. and then if they can move one of Dion or JJ or Kelly that's also going to be pretty significant in, in clearing up the space that they're going to want this wouldn't happen if Dwayne didn't go to Chicago you think I, that's a good point brass everything man, happens for a reason we, we should oh know account hasn't tweeted in over a day I'm galaxy brain right now. Well, it wouldn't have happened if Dwayne Wade didn't go to Chicago because then they wouldn't have had to trade Jimmy or Josh Richardson. Like if Dwayne Wade never went to Chicago, they probably don't sign Dion and JJ to those contracts. Then they would have the space to take Jimmy Butler without trading one of their best guys. Yeah, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. If Dwayne Wade never went to Chicago, Dwayne Wade wouldn't have been sitting in that shitty locker room in the Windy City and said, yo, this is how they operate around here. Come to a place where you will not lose in five to Miami every year. Come down and check out Heat culture. And it worked. Light years. Uh, Jimmy wasn't impressed with cap space. He was impressed with the organization okay. structure and the love for, for, uh, for a player like Dwayne, Dwayne's farewell season. This all, it, every, it, everything happens for a reason, man. Okay, so Brad Townsend from the Dallas Morning News is reporting. A source tells me that Dragic will be taken in space, no compensation from the Mavericks. Space either being part of the Mavs' $30 million cap space or the $21.2 million Harrison Barnes trade exception. Mavs can decide which. That has to be the trade exception. Like that, yeah, so that we essentially just figured it's like Goran and Jay Rich for Jimmy. And I think that that's a really great deal. I, I, I don't yeah, know really. how no, it's, you, it's an incredible deal. How it's can an anyone look at that and not be Perfection. over the moon about yeah. it? That's an incredible deal. Good. They're going to come into more. They're going to come into a little bit of cap space next season when Hassan comes off the books. And and th- so, so let me let me. Does that just clear out all of Goran's salary? Yes, that's incredible. Believable. So yeah. my my big question is. So let's is, let's figure out where the cap is right now. Has Ryan Anderson, do they need to wave and stretch Ryan Anderson right now, or are they going to let him expire? Albert says they start, well, they have till July 10th to make that decision. Correct. Correct. So, oh, but they and, don't need and, to do that to get Jimmy in. And what uh, Leif was reading his tweet earlier today, or earlier uh, in the podcast, he basically. Wow, Spotrack is already updated. This is why. Well. Sorry. Sorry. Go <laughs> uh, ahead. Leif was saying, <laughs> Leif was saying that, um, that Albert had mentioned that they're looking at possible other deals in order to clear up more cat space or make other moves, which 
would lead you to believe that they're still going to try and, and hunt for a second star, whoever that may be, if, whether it be Beale or it could be any of the names that we had mentioned earlier in this pod. They're still going to need another shooter. They have time. Like, Let's say that they don't get Beal. They're going to need another shooter. Yeah, there's, yeah there's, there's, they're still showing that they're like at 143 as a cap number. Yeah, Albert also, tweeted out it was 134 is where they were right now. And that's after Goron. Yeah, that's after Goron and Josh are out, and Jimmy comes in at 32.7, which be which would be year one of that four-year deal. So they're at 134 still. And what's the – oh, no, the hard cap's 138? Correct. Oh, okay, so they're good. Yeah, the hard cap's at 138. Yeah. So it may be actually a little under 134 because he said they have like they were essentially I think five million away from it, and then they they may not be done dealing. And I think that's for a number of reasons. One, they probably want to balance the roster, add shooting the way you guys are alluding to, but also you want to get as far below that number as you can so that in the event that you can get a buyout guy later on or let's say you want to package expirings at the deadline to get a guy that um, all of a sudden becomes available because they want to get you know nobody wants to to get Kemba'd the way that they, that the Charlotte Hornets were, um, you know, just today. So, like, in those situations, the closer you are to that number, the less flexibility you have. So that's, uh, you know, probably why they'll look to make additional moves. Miami uh, still doesn't have a backup point guard, right? So especially now with, with Goron gone, it's going to be a lot of J.J. and Dion handling Isaiah the ball Thomas. justice. Yeah, we, we uh, lifted report that Isaiah Thomas might get interest from the Heat. Uh, and a veteran minimum, veteran minimum contract, I think that makes sense. Well, I mean, yeah, what's interesting is that I think the Warriors are trying to engage the Nets on a sign-in trade for KD so they could get a trade exception. And if they get a trade exception that big, they could absorb somebody like Dion Waiters. Exactly. Yeah, weren't they? Now, now we're thinking. We're thinking, boys. And, and that's, then, you're, that's, then you're nowhere near the apron, and you can you can maneuver much easier the rest of the year. Because the one thing about the Hassan expiring, um, like he's going to play as well as he can, obviously going into trying to get a new deal. So I think he'll accept his role and play good. Um, so he may be an attractive deadline candidate, and you want to be able to uh, you know capitalize on that, even if you're just getting second round picks or whatever it may be. So let's I think. Let's assume that they're not getting another star. Let's assume that that Beal's not going to happen. That there's not going to be like an all-star level player that they're going to acquire. What what is Miami's priority right now? Then is it getting a backup? Is it getting a backup guard? Is well, it? I would have said stretch four, but for keeping Kelly, then that's not a priority right now. Yeah. So think about it. You're starting Justice. You're probably going to give Dion a shot at the. Two. You've got Jimmy. Well, he, basically, what you did is you swapped Jay Rich, who was an undersized three, to an actual three who's who's more fitted to play that position than Jimmy. But you do need another shooter in that team because Jay Rich still gave you a lot of volume. At, you you have you're gonna have Tyler Harrow. But, I mean, then again, and, yeah, you're replacing Tyler Harrow sort of with him too. So honestly, they don't really I, need to do much. I, they just need a backup point guard. <laughs> Yeah, we, we just haven't talked about KZ. We haven't we haven't talked about what, what like KZ is gonna 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 give, and we'll find out more at summer league. Which, by the way, Alex Nikias and Jack will be there. Derek Jones Jr. Don't forget about him. Yeah, DJJ is good off the bench. Like I like him off the the bench now. I think I would love Isaiah Thomas on the Heat. I I think he's like a guy that would love playing for Miami. I think he's has great energy to come off the bench. Um, 
I will say Isaiah and Dion in the same. Cannot, I don't like that like, coexisting. Too chaotic for me, but still. <laughs> yeah, hold I, on. I'm about the prospect. Isaiah, Dion, Hassan, and Jimmy. <laughs> We're gonna Ooh. get made fun of. The Heat are gonna and get JJ, made fun of. And JJ. JJ in one lineup. Like, imagine that. <laughs> that is kind of terrifying, and I don't know whether for us or for the opponents. It's. <laughs> I mean, James Johnson is the backup point guard. James Johnson, the, <laughs> James Johnson is indeed a backup point guard. Um, <laughs> the, I just it, it's kind of weird because not a lot changes, but a lot changes, right? Like, especially because Goran was hurt for so much last year, we saw what the team looked like when he wasn't there, and Jimmy is just a very clear up. He's just a better Josh. Right. So, well, they're just very different players. And I mean, honestly, we got to think about how he fits with how he fits with justice. justice. That's going to be interesting. I'm not going to say, I think he'll help justice because he's going to draw like when, when Jimmy's, when they're running and I think Jimmy's going to be able to run the kind of dribble handoff offense that Miami really likes to run, especially with Kelly and some spacing up top. And I do think that Jimmy's going to draw help, especially from Justice's side. So justice has been a very plus catch and shoot shooter the last two years. And I, I was get, I was going to be a little concerned about the space the next year, about how teams were going to guard him, like kind of prioritizing and keying in on his shooting ability. But now with Jimmy being the primary focus of the defense, I do think it's going to help Justice kind of keep that sh- those shooting numbers afloat, um, even if and and he'll be able to provide. He'll have he'll have space, and he'll also provide space. So I kind of like that fit for for Justice, and he'll be able to play off ball and on ball. So he'll be able to do a little bit of both. I'm a little concerned about having Dion in the, as a starting uh, shooting guard because I do think that you might want to move to having more size in the backcourt. Um, that's always been something of mine with the Heat, I, especially. I think he's going to be gone. I think Dion's probably going to be the player. If they make, if they don't end up making a move for Bradley Beal, I think they just end up making a move to get under the cap without having to wave and stretch Ryan Anderson and somehow dump Dion to another team. That would be ideal, but then what your problem is is that who the hell's your who's the hell's like the other ball handler, right? And you, like then it becomes well, not you just have, who's your you backup. Have all, you have summer league to decide that out. I know they have a couple guys who are going to be on that roster. Kendrick Nunn for one is on the roster currently, who does play point guard. And they might be able no. to trot him out as a backup. You're looking for a backup. That's it. So, but also at the end of that options. Sixers, at the end of the Sixers Raptors series, Jimmy was bringing up the damn ball. Ben, no, Simmons I know, but I'm saying that anymore. if there's an injury to somebody, like if Justice goes down yeah. you know for, for two sure. weeks no, you need to, well, you need to fill out depth. no no yeah. that that's a great point and I, they probably want hero to, to be challenged a little bit to to handle a little bit more um but uh, i agree i think that they're going to try to get um further below the apron without waving and stretching ryan anderson because the more that i think through that that has implications on 2021 space and 2020 space quite frankly so that's not the ideal spot really what you want to do is you want to shed another contract so i would almost bet that there's going to be another move i mean i'm hearing that bradley beals the target but obviously you never know how that stuff happens so uh, but at the least they'll find a team that strikes out to um put uh one of these guys into their space Dion was made for New York, man. Dion was. <laughs> well, the, the New York was also negotiating with him when when he ended up signing that four year deal. So there's there's at least some interest there. Although I don't know it's, if it's the same people in the front office now as he it was, was then. He I mean, was born. How different is it right now? Dion, if Dion goes to the Knicks, I will buy a Dion Knicks jersey, and I fucking hate the Knicks, but I would totally <laughs> love that. 
Uh, yeah. Ethan Skolnick tweet out saying, you can argue that Dwayne Wade has done as much for one franchise in terms of making and keeping them relevant as just about any player in NBA history. Gabriel Union uh, retweeted with a comment saying, big facts. Oh, wow. Mark Stein is reporting that the Mavericks will acquire Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones from the Heat as part of the Jimmy oh. Butler signing trade. Oh, here it Oh, wow. wow. Well, this changes things. They're now something They're absorbing else is all of that? Olenek, Derek Jones, and Goran Dragic to, to Dallas. So Miami's, something is going on now. Oh, oh guys, guys, what am I changing my handle to? No! You have to keep it. Oh. No, it's got to be something related to the Heat. That's the whole point. Maybe we're getting back Tim Hardaway Jr.? Oh, no. I don't know. I'm totally speculating. I'm just trying to think. Why would they take on that much salary? It would have to be Bradley Beal. Kelly's, prob- Kelly's good, this man. Might Kelly be, this might be a four-team deal, guys. Ooh, four-team deal with Bradley Beal. So let me say oh. something. Kelly Kelly, and Porzingis together? Derek Jones is really fun. good. What is happening tonight? This is you know, an all-white lineup. Oh, my God. Mark Cuban is crying. <laughs> Joy. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so moving on. So this entire podcast is almost a waste because we were talking about how they didn't need any holes at the stretch four, and now they apparently do. So what the yeah. fuck? There's yeah. some good, and they have no other three. I mean, I guess they KZ. have KZ. KZ. So KZ replaces Derek Jones Jr. Guys, Tally. oh my god, what, what is ha- what are they planning? I just realized that Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones were the two vice jerseys I got. <laughs> <laughs> Tough scene. Buy a Dion. Hey, that Jimmy one's going to be really dope, though. I may have to buy a jersey. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not supposed to wear jerseys because I'm 30 plus, but um, we may have to, to do that. Wait, so there's no way that Dallas is getting all three of these guys without giving Miami back a single person. Who else would we take? I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr., I'm trying to think of what we need now if you are – Oh, what if what if Goran is going to the Mavs for the trade exception and then they're also involved in a separate three-team deal sending Olenek and Derek Jones and the Mavs send something to the Sixers? Still, though, at or that the point, Mavs I think, something to I the think Wizards. we still have to get something back because now we're sending yeah. out 20 of Goran – 10 of Josh, so that's 30. Another 13 from Kelly Olenek, so that's 43. And then two or three from Derek Jones, so that's $46 million. Am I, re- I mean, I yeah. think I'm doing that math pretty right. So, like, to, to send out that much and only be getting back Jimmy at 32.7, I mean, either we just, like, shed that much money and that's awesome or we, there's something else coming. Something's coming. <laughs> who, the hell, who the hell reported Goran to the Mavs? Everyone, Mark so, Stein just everyone uh, reported the. Kelly. Mark okay, Stein is the okay, one. Okay, guys, yeah. Kelly. So Kelly Olynyk and uh, Derek Jones uh, together. How much is it? It's fourteen point three million dollars. So if if Dallas is, is just absorbing all of that, that's another fourteen point three in space they'd be opening up. Yeah, I mean you got. But that's just that's just getting under the tax. Yeah, I mean, because that would take them to about 120 million committed. If I'm following yeah, so this, they, they still don't open up real cap space. They just no, not at all, a, not at all. They're just yeah, getting yeah. way further away from that hard cap apron. Make so, Rash's tweet saying with a link to his shirt saying 
McGrath's already told us, and so maybe he might be hinting that uh, his Bradley Beal. No, no, no. He's saying oh that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Goran Dragic was not included as part of the Miami Dallas deal framework. He remains in Miami. Shams just tweeted. Whoa. Oh, we got Goran back. We traded. Yo, this podcast. Wait, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait. So, so that means we traded Richardson, Olenek, and Derek Jones Jr. for Jimmy Butler. Correct. And Woo! now we have now we have big expirings to do oh, other right. things with. Okay. Wait a second. Wow. Is that gonna that's gonna put them like right around the hard cap though? Then right? Because that's a difference in salary of about five million dollars. Yes. Do you still I mean, try to keep Goron, or are you gonna look to move him anyway? I feel like there has, there has to be more. We're gaining information so quickly, we can't react in a good way for a show. For you know what I mean, but like there has to be more that's coming here because something is not adding up in terms of just math and also yeah, like this doesn't make sense. Like there was a lot of noise that that you know there, Luca and Dragic were trying to play together. Like this just fits so perfectly. It it, all, it just really doesn't make sense. Who the hell? I'm trying to find out who was the Mark guy that Stein, first reported. Mark Stein saying the Mavericks are huge fans of Goran Dragic, but cannot take him back in the Miami signing trade with Philadelphia that sends Jimmy Butler to the Heat because Dallas feared losing its flexibility to make additional moves this summer. What to make what moves? Yeah, what other white players are available? There. But I, I thought they could absorb him into that trade exemption. Oh, I mean, unless they're really trying to use both their cap space and the exemption. I think they're trying to get Patrick Beverly, and I think he's going to be cheaper than Goran. Yeah, but you know what? Goran is Slovenian, and so is Luka. So now let's look at the team. We have Dragic. Does Dragic start or does Justice start? They said they said, they said said it uh, the other day that Dragic was going to start, so... Yeah, so, I, mean, I think th- I feel like these talks could still be like somewhat fluid. I agree. I think like another team is going to get inserted. It's going to become a bigger deal, and they're just the deal. the The framework is there so that everyone knows where guys are going to end up, so they can sleep easy. But there's going to be more layers to this. There just has to be. The math just says that they're supposed to be. Sana has not been mentioned at all, which like in anything, which I find surprising. James Johnson starting four. James Johnson, Hassan. I mean, that was Mark Cuban's guy. I'm surprised that that wasn't something that was discussed. Especially because they're going to lose DeAndre Jordan, or they lost DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, they he lost already, him. Yeah, he's he already signed. He's signed. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, I think he's three or four. I can't wait for five minutes from now when we find out when we find out it's Whiteside going to Dallas instead of Olenek and Derek Jones. Oh, I know. I'll tell yeah. you where I mean, the, yeah, the situation. Playing, so if we keep playing this game, we'll have Draymond, Beal, and Jimmy by the end of the night. <laughs> Fluid situation here. So uh, Miami got rid of one of their four-year deals. They did. Just, Justice and Jimmy and Goron. I really hate that. Like one of them has to go. I think that's too much. Unless you're, unless Goron is willing to come off the bench. That's what it should be. I like that. He should be, but I don't think that's that's not going to happen. Satisfied with you know, you know, it's something that I'm not sure we've even touched on yet. Riley kept his word. He said what that word? he was going to be able to t- turn these contracts into something bigger, and he it took him a few years, but he did it. Well, wait, 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 wait. He only got rid of the Kelly one, though, <laughs> and that's well, the one we like. Got rid of the good contracts. <laughs> I guess that's true. Oh, yeah, because I was still thinking about Goron. There's just so much going on, damn it. 
I feel so <laughs> bad because yeah, Alex, Josh is a good one. Yeah, I don't Alex, know, you just talked to Derek Jones Jr. and he seemed like he was ready to have a big ass season this year. I feel so awful for him too. Dude, the I, last two guys that I spoke to were Derek Jones Jr. and Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, DJJ really wanted to stay in Miami, man. Like he was committed to their whole program. They loved him. He there. wanted to be the defensive player of the year, multiple man. defensive player of the year awards. I was Josh just, and I was just like to have someone in the dunk contest again. We yeah. did give up. We did give up three functional players that we really were counting on to do things for us next year. In this now, that, like I think I feel like Gorn, we, the ship had sailed, and us like counting yeah, this, as like this a is a little piece. harder to swallow. For this sure. is more like three guys that were integral pieces that kind of were going to make things fit. So I feel like until we see what else transpires, but, if anything, yeah. it's really hard well, to judge. But Leif, it, this Let, makes more sense for a bigger deal. You can definitely add Goron and move him to Washington and add the rest of the pieces that you need fit to make that move for Beal than I think anyone else in the roster. How do you not trade Goron? Maybe they need those expirings to take in John Wall. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Now we're thinking with our brains. All right, so God, now that we're thinking. Can we end the show do we there? Think that Brad Beal, do <laughs> yeah, we think that Brad Beal wants to be in Miami? Yes. He's really, really cool because with Dwayne. If he expresses that, he hasn't signed his, his extension, right? He's still up in 2021. Yeah, right. so they're, they were working the extension, but nothing's happened. If he if he tells them that he will not resign, then it becomes interesting on as far as what Miami has to give up. Yeah, he would have to do the pre agency now, saying that he wants to leave. Dude, can you imagine if we wake up tomorrow and a report comes out that Bradley Beal's asked for a trade? <laughs> can you imagine? Well, let's let let's talk about that because. I think Miami is willing to go so all in that they might be able to outbid a lot of teams because the Celtics are kind of tapped out on assets. Dude, they only they, they seem, only gave up Richardson really to get Jimmy Butler. I mean, that's huge. They that's have huge. all their picks except for one. They can pick swap whatever they want. They have a bunch of expirings. The Celtics would not move Tatum for Anthony Davis. What makes you think that they're going to do anything significant for Bradley Beal? Uh, the Heat will go all in with anybody that they want. I think the Heat can really make a play here um, for for Brad Beal. I mean, now maybe a team will take a chance on a rental for him if he voices dis- like displeasure that he won't stay and, and Washington moves him. I mean, we've seen it with Kawhi, with Paul George, so it's not it won't be uncommon. But it, it's it's certainly the deck stacked against Miami to get Brad Beal. But Did we already talk about whether we want Justice or Bam more. With it, with with Beal and Jimmy, did we go over that? Oh, I, I, I justice, I, justice. I think justice is it, man. I think justice is legit. Has like real star potential. I think that guy is so good. I think what he gives you defensively on the wing is so good. Him as a ball handler, as a playmaker, what he's becoming as a shooter. I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. I do think that he's primed for a great season. I would not be surprised if he if Miami's good if he gets All Star consideration. Um, I, I I'm I really think he's special. Hell yeah! And Simmons tra- probably trying to forget because Justice Winslow got a ball in his head. <laughs> I'm here's so a, excited. Here's a thing that uh, I think is worth talking about, and it's kind of something I. Anytime I've had a conversation with y'all, we've all agreed that that 2021 pick that like has always been talked about as like, oh, that's one of the most valuable assets in the league, that Miami 21 pick. Like 
It's, as of tonight, it is probably like half as valuable. Leif are, you, Leif, are you reading Albert's tweet just now? Um, I, no, I wasn't there. Okay, I'll read it then. So, he, Albert just tweeted saying he acquired Jimmy Butler at thirty-two point seven million exchange for Josh Richardson, uh, Kelly Olynyk, and Derek Jones Jr. to the Mavericks would still not be enough for Miami to trade match. Jones would need to be guaranteed, and something else needs to happen. Stay tuned. <laughs> Josh, I have no interest in asking you about switch defense and about hedging and about corner. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you about that. I got to talk about the important stuff. Switch defense on Super Smash, bro. I got you. Okay, we're going to start with Bam says that you're a front-running trash talker when you play video games. I'm a trash talker when I play video games. But you're, a, but he alleges you're a, like a front-running trash runner. Like you only no, talk trash when you're winning. I talk a lot of trash when I'm winning, but when someone's beating me, I just respect it. You know what I'm saying? I don't get like mad. I don't like be like, the game's cheating. I hate when people say the game's cheating. Who does that? The game's not cheating. Rodney does that. Everyone does that. Hassan does that. Hassan definitely does that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But like, Duncan does that. Really? Oh really? Duncan I didn't does. picture him to do. He was that. like, man, I can't believe. It. Yeah, he came over. He Is was he talking. a controller doesn't work kind of guy. <laughs> bro, he was. Yo, I he's a. a I play PS4. I play <laughs> oh, he's one of those. I was like, bro, FIFA's the same on both. It's not my system. He is good at FIFA though. He's good. He's good. Are you the best on the team? Of course. Are you easily. I'm the best in the NBA. You're the best in the NBA. Yes. You're alleging you're the best in the. I'm the best FIFA Wait, Wait, who have you played in? The I'm NBA? the best FIFA player in the NBA. Who would be the second best? I don't know. That's it's gonna be a far second. It's gonna far second. All right, so I'm a big Smash player. I mean Ike. Who do you mean? Uh, Ike is super strong. Ike uh, is so cool, dude. Uh, on which one, though? Uh, let's talk about Smash 4. Okay. That's on the Wii U? Yeah. It's the yes. Wii U. Um, I like Bowser. Bowser's good. Bowser's good. Um, I like Luigi. Luigi's quality. I like, I like Ike. I like um, Shulk. Shulk, dude. I like Shulk. You can change choice. it. Who who on the team play? Like, who do you play well on the team? I play with Hassan. Um... Season before last, because we had a different team playing that had like outlets that could support like the little portable okay. TV, but we changed plans, so now we can't really play on the plane. Well, did you did you complain? Yeah, I complained. It didn't do anything. <laughs> we gotta yo, we gotta bring this up to to Riley and say we need we need we need these amenities. Back. We gotta get the boys. We need back. A switch in every room. Who do we have to talk to? Is it Tim Donovan? Ethan, get somebody to fix us. <laughs> you know, my policy is Ethan fixes everything. I just yell in the podcast. Like, Ethan, Ethan, do this, and then Ethan. So, yeah. so you play with Hassan? Anybody else or just Hassan? Because um, I asked Tyler, and Tyler's like, no, 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 it's not my thing. And well, I'm bam, curious so around the league. Hassan. Who else around the league are you playing? You play online with anybody? Because I know with Crosby Smash Towns is really FIFA. huge in gaming anything. too. Anything. Smash. Well, let's, let's Smash. I don't really play. The only time I ever play Smash online is when I play for Glory, like one on one. Yo, you're for Glory. That's pretty fun. For Glory is the best. It's really, really <laughs> tough though. Like I know it is. It's really tough. I'm a nerd. I play competitively, so I go to tournaments. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. See, I'm not that good though. I'm not that good either. I always like lose after like a couple rounds. So. Hey, as long as you get past round one, that's get, a win. Listen, there's a thing. It's like the, you don't want to go zero and two because it's always double elimination. If you go zero okay. two, you go home sad. Waste you your money. You got to get one, at least one and two. I like that. Uh, Jay, Jay Rich, I want to ask you really quickly. How do you feel about his laptop case? What the Pikachu? <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything, just everything. I mean, I don't know anything that's really going on on there besides Pikachu. That's Bakugo. That's, I don't know who uh, that that's is. That's Kumiko and Rena. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Do you like anime? No. You don't like anime. Who on the team likes anime? Because I'm trying to find someone on the team that likes anime, and everyone said no. I don't think anybody likes Nobody? anime. Y'all looking at me strange, yo. <laughs> I feel so alone. I can't say that. I watched one show called One Piece. Okay, because that's an anime show, right? I watched that like last year. Okay, um, so it's a never-ending really show. It was weird, though. It is weird. It's real like weird. I don't like it. They never find the One Piece. 
Is that what it's about? Yeah. Is it? It is. I don't know. They were like climbing on some huge dragon's arms and like poking him in the eyeballs yeah. or something. I turned it off. Anime. That's why we make fun of them. They make fun of me. Like I can't. I mean, these, I respect. These, these are my. I mean, your choice is your choice. But I, <laughs> That's I'm what not Rodney into said. It. <laughs> yeah. Rodney's like, I'm not here to judge you, dude. If you like it, I love it. Rodney <laughs> told me watch Stranger Things instead, and I was like, okay. Don't really watch that. Either. Hey, what's no. on your Netflix? What's on the Netflix? Netflix Black Mirror, top of the yes. top of the line. Okay. That's the best show on Netflix. To me. That's the best show on Netflix. I love Black Mirror. I like Atypical a lot. Atypical. Um. Yeah, Black Mirror is it though. Have you Black- rewatched? Yes. Because that show, I think, is like one of the most rewatchable shows ever. I feel like there's always something that you miss the first time. Always. And <laughs> I think that's. I, I agree with you. I think that show is one of the best on Netflix right now. One yeah. of the best on TV. What uh, what other NBA players have you messed up online in FIFA? Uh, Anthony Brown trashed him. Trashed him. Uh, he's really the only person that plays me. I don't really know anybody else. <laughs> they're scared. They're ducking you, dude. I heard D'Angelo's really good. I want to play him. Play D'Angelo. Have you played Ocho Cinco? Nah, he be ducking me. He, he talks big you? talk on Twitter though. He plays all these random people in Miami. He won't play you. He's we, not, we just kind of. It's like it's kind of like when a dude and a girl like kind of like talk about going on a date and it never happens. That's, that's my life. That's serious. That's, that's my life. I'm sorry to hear that. Do <laughs> 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 you see how they? La- they're all laughing a you little too hard. <laughs> Yo, my coworkers are laughing a little too hard at this. I I don't know. It's like a, it's like a Twitter beef, I guess. Okay, so another thing we wanted to ask about. I talked to UD a couple months ago. He was uh, I tried talking to him about what kind of, kind of music he has in rotation. He told me he does not like new school. The only type of new school he listens to is Kodak Black. So I wanted to ask you, what are you into? Uh, this is going to be an extensive conversation. That's <laughs> what we're here for. Uh, <laughs> no, I really like... I'm really into R&B. I like R&B. I like hip-hop. I like... What artists? Um, I like black. I like um, who else do I listen to? I like Young G. The last concert I went to was Jay Z and Beyonce. Very solid. Oh, concert. that was that was recent. That was a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, I went to that. Um, I was been out of town. I went to Knoxville this weekend. Um, I like Coldplay a lot. Chris Martin. Coldplay is good. Goat. Love that guy. Um, I like the Glass Animals. Um, what about Linkin Park? Not a huge Linkin Park fan. Brian's so sad. He loves Linkin Park. I love Young Jeezy. He likes Linkin Park. <laughs> I like we're, we're stuck in the mid two thousands. You like Jeezy? Yeah. I like What's Jeezy. your favorite Jeezy album? Oh my god! <laughs> this uh, is what I've been waiting for all my life to talk about smashing Jeezy with Jared. It's the only uh, guy he likes in rap. No, it's really not. no, no. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I love the game. Uh, I love mid two thousand. What's rappers. it called? Um. Are you a Travis there's guy? Thug Motivation One Hundred One. Yeah. That Thug Motivation One Hundred One. Or I like um, the autobiography. That's a good. That album. one's good. Yeah. Are you a Travis Scott guy? Yeah, a little bit. Do you get that comparison? I've seen it on Twitter. Yeah, people say it. I get ASAP more than Travis. <laughs> you get ASAP Rocky more than yeah. more than Travis Scott. Okay. Uh, do you have anything pregame that you bump? Uh, Bam used to bump Whitney Houston pregame. I want to know if you got anything like that. Uh, I bumped this Portuguese song called "Mais Que Nada" before every game. <laughs> okay, we need to give us the goods. I do. I actually need to include something important that wasn't a part of our interview, but Ethan asked Jay Rich the hard-hitting journalism questions that this show is going to ask, but Ethan asked it first. Are you familiar with the nickname that our guys here on the podcast have given Justice Winslow? Do, do you know it? 
justice better. I have heard that. <laughs> I saw. Oh, I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter. I see it on Twitter sometimes. <laughs> justice better. Yeah, I see yeah. it on Twitter. So the important right. question here is: before we close, is justice better? Of course. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's better. Perfect. My man, thank you so much for this time. We appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Thanks, man.